to the Dynasty Big Board, part of the Rookie Big Board Podcast Network. I'm your host, Anthony Carrenti, joined by my co-hosts, Ryan Searfoss and Eric Adams. Boys, it is time to start talking about the rookie class. I know uh, you know, <laughs> I know Matt and some of the other guys around here have been talking about the rookies for a while, but we're talking rookies now. How are we feeling? I'm a lot of rock rookies now. I'm be excited. It's draft season now. What? I say with sad happiness, it's draft season. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, what led, the, what led to it the, being draft season? Anyhow, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> well, there is no more exciting time for pretty much anyone uh, who loves football than draft season. So, even it's when I was winning Super Bowls, buddies, I still like draft season. You know what? So, you, ne- you, ne- you never had the excitement of the not knowing like you have in draft, in draft season. Mm. It's like having a Powerball ticket. With no out possible outcomes, we could be life changing, or it could be crap. You know what else? Uh, you know what else could be life changing, and it's kind of like a lottery ticket. But you win every time. Heading over to uh, patreoncom slash board. Yeah, that's like. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> that's like. What? I was gonna say. I was gonna say it's like having a lottery ticket that you know you're gonna win on. Yeah, it's that's like cheating the, the lottery. Is. That's it's what. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what subscribing to the rookie big board for five dollars a month is like it's rigging the lottery what more could you like better than than no cheating the lottery so that you know you're gonna win if that's not the best pitch for this i don't know what possibly could be yeah it's like as much as you put in you get 10 folds back it's a win-win when? depending on your gambling hat habits it could be a win-win-win <laughs> i was just gonna say it might even be more than win-win it's at least win, win, win. It's, it's at least six wins. Okay. Yeah. Patreon.com slash rookie big board. Come on. It's rookie season. Hop in there. Discord's popping. It's, it's the best time. Best time get of the year. Head, get the head start. So when you're sitting around with your friends who don't know ball, you can blow them away with your outstanding knowledge of rookies in the incoming class. Because just by joining, you are now in the top 2% of all <laughs> rookie knowledge. Do, uh, do we have to put like a disclaimer that there wasn't disclaimer, an actual like study? Disclaimer: conducted? I am not an accountant, <laughs> nor the study was taken by anybody other than me. Perfect, perfect. Now I think we're covered. All right, we are going to talk some of the top guys from the 2024 rookie class. See how we would maybe comp them to uh, where some of their veteran counterparts are getting drafted. Kind of find what the line is. Where would we take some of these rookies compared to their? peers or soon to be peers who are already in the league um yeah and kind of talk through some of the range of outcomes do we want to start with qb since wide receivers seems like the finest you want to start with quarterback we can start quarterback let's start, let's start with qb because i think we have a little bit more answers qb than anywhere else all right let's start with qb but before we talk like maybe each individual guy do we all agree on qb1 caleb yeah caleb. i think it's i think it's caleb williams until otherwise, I think it's close than people think it is. And if I have the 101, which I do in one league that I just signed up for a startup, or on a, not a startup, I just picked up an orphan for it that had the 101. And it's literally the only reason I picked the orphans because I wanted the 101. And I'm thinking about trading back if I can so I can get one of the other quarterbacks and get plus for it because I think it's a little bit closer, but I think he's the one. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's start Caleb then. I want to say. For the record, I don't know the level of conviction I have in saying that Caleb Williams is QB1. I'd say scale of 1 to 10, I'm about a 7 with my conviction. 
I, that's not a shot at Caleb, but it's no, a, th- it's a Drake May is good thing. But we'll talk and about it, him in a second. And Jaden Daniels. Daniels. But let's start with Caleb Williams. How high is too high for Caleb Williams compared to where the rest of the quarterbacks are going right now? So who wh- where's he slot in for you? Quarterback's tough, man. Quarterbacks? I would say where I would start thinking about Caleb Williams right now, like the very top, which might not be guaranteed for me, is around QB9 on ADP. So behind Mahomes, Hurts, Allen, Stroud, Jackson, Burrow, Herbert, Anthony Richardson. I would take him over Anthony Richardson. So at eight? Yeah. And I'm, I don't, I wouldn't fault you for that. We just saw what Anthony Richardson's up, uh, rushing upside was in the NFL, which was crazy. But his injuries also scare me, so it might be safer. Yeah. I don't disagree, but I think in startups, Williams' ADP is going to get crazy. Like, I, I think... You think going to go higher? I, for some times, I think so. Yeah. I could I, see him going higher than Herbert and Burrow. I, would, I could, too. No I would way be I, there's no way I'd take him over them, though. I, I wouldn't, but I... I could see people. I can have a talk. <laughs> I would not be of this train of thought, but I could see people saying he's as high as QB five, like yeah. behind Mahomes, yeah. Allen, Hertz, and Stroud, probably. Yeah. Not saying that's where I, I would take him. You know, I would take Lamar over him. I would take Burrow over him. I would take Herbert over him, and then you know, then you start getting in the range, I guess. But um, I think it's gonna get high. I really with, do. With the three quarterbacks, we have to keep in mind where the possibilities are for them to go. So you basically, basically, it's I I would say it's either Chicago, Washington, New England, and then I will throw in the Giants just in case. You, if we don't know what they do with Fields yet, they're likely going to go to one of those four teams. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Atlanta comes up from eight to one, but I don't know if I could see that even happening. That's a that's a steep jump. Yeah. Uh, do we like those surrounding casts? It's not a Panthers situation. I'll say that all those teams are better than the Panthers, so there's no uh, yeah. There's yeah, no I Bryce think, Young situation. I think so. Those are all pretty, pretty significantly improved upon situations than what Bryce Young walked into. Yeah, um, they won't be getting crushed every week. I gotta say, if Atlanta, I don't know. In my head, I've penciled or I like just pegged Atlanta as this like they're gonna try and solve it on the pro side. But if they don't, and one of those guys ends up there, I'm going to be pretty excited about him. I think. Oh, it's good. It's one of them get an awesome situation to walk into in terms of talent yeah. around them. That becomes the one on one for me. Like I, I guarantee, if it's any of the three quarterbacks there, and that conviction thing, and they run in Atlanta, yeah. dude, with those weapons, that's the top spot. They, I wouldn't fault you. They've just in my head, I picture them as the team that like trades for Fields. That's if which would also be awesome, but they should be they them and the Giants are the two teams that should really be monitoring what the Bears are doing because you're going to have to blow the commanders out of the water. I know the commanders are going to want to move up to one. Yeah, if they do keep fields. So if they don't keep fields, though, yeah, Atlanta should be all over that. That should definitely be the team. I'm sure the Raiders will be interested, but. Those are, uh, those are There's spots. no real spots where I'm really upset about the surrounding cast. There's something that could be better, but I just view it as not as bad as the Panthers. Yeah, <laughs> no, as long as we was... avoid Bryce Young part two, I don't, I don't need that to happen. So that's good. We'll be all right. Do we all 
view Drake May as QB two? Yes. 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 I know. I know. Kyver's pulling it. He's he's there. He's saying there's a lot of teams that are going to like Daniels more than May. Look, I love Jaden Daniels, but I, man, <laughs> when like I know May had a weird year last year, but when he is on, dude, I, that's a that's he's a good. scary guy to go against. Yeah. He is. He is. He is exactly the Justin Herbert comp that people are throwing out there. Like it is scary yeah. how close he is to him. Very similar. So, dude, I mean. He's you hate to say it because it's so cliche. The traditional NFL quarterback, big, tall, yeah. strong, good arm, makes all the throws. But he's the prototype. He's 100%. the prototype, and that translates to the league. And I know you even said he had a weird year, but it's not like his weird year was that bad. No. And. To fin the other one, uh, Daniels. I mean, Daniels is going to run for a thousand yards every season as long as he's healthy. So, like, there's really nothing to really discuss about Jaden Daniels. Yeah. Like, as long as he is on the field, you are getting that one thousand yard rusher every year. I, he's just way too slippery. And the thing so. about that is, I don't know. There's the cheat code. Like, that's what's going to sway some of it. Like, I don't. I think in a vacuum, if I was you know, GM of an NFL team and was drafting a quarterback, I think I would draft Drake May over Jaden Daniels. But for fantasy football, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's part of, you know, what made Anthony Richardson so attractive last year. Yeah, um, It's three and really good quarterbacks. They all got to go, you know, top half of Superflex rookie drafts. Also, Jaden Daniels one. is still 23. Which like, feels crazy. I feel like he should be... 25, 26. Drake, Drake, and it's another late breakout. Drake May did this at 21 years old. He's the youngest out of the group. Mm. He showed that upside as a freshman and sophomore starting. Like, that's very exciting. And he did not have the surrounding cast a lot of these teams. What? How many games did Tez Walker miss? I am not sure. He missed at least, at like, least a I handful. Yeah, he missed like at least four or five or something. I mean, he started balling out when he got back. So I don't know. I I view all three of them as very good players. I I feel like I don't know if we got Dak at QB ten, Fields at QB nine. I could see May and Daniel slotting in before them. Okay, I, was I just, wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. Them. I was just gonna say, do we think they're all like top twelve kind of guys? Yes, yeah. I would definitely have both of them over Trevor. Over Trevor Lawrence, excuse me. Both over Lawrence. It's both over yeah. Tua. Mm, I don't know about them all over Trevor Lawrence yet, but I'm a little bit. I think I think he's bouncing back. What about okay? Would you rather have? Let's think of a couple here. Would you rather have Drake May or Jordan Love? Uh, ooh, good <laughs> one, that's a good one. Yeah, I don't love Jordan Love down here at QB 15. My goodness, yeah, that, we gotta get him up. That yeah. will change next year. You should. If he's QB fifteen, holy cow, is he a steal? That, that is a buy. Yeah, my goodness. Um, so I guess we like Jordan Love. <laughs> I think I think the QD, I think the QB ADP is going to catch up a little bit, and yeah. we're going to see some big changes. I think all of them will go between that ten to sixteen range. That's going to be 15 a range. A really I, interesting range at quarterback. Because yeah. you're talking like them with over Brock Purdy, Jared Goff, which I'm completely okay with both of those. 
Kyler's in the oh, mix there. Dak's in the mix there. Like, in you can make arguments, especially depending on landing spots, with a lot of those guys. I uh, I just want to add two things before we can possibly move on here. Uh, one, every fantasy analyst right now <laughs> is going to really be tested if Jaden Daniels ends up in New England. Because if they're like, oh, the, the rushing floor, it's it's foolproof. He'll be a top fantasy guy. When he lands in New England, you're, we're going to test that theory about how, <laughs> how loyal you are to that to that theory. Because some of, some of the people are not going to enjoy that and be like, he'll be fine. He'll be fine, people. Don't worry. Uh, and the second thing is uh, I see the Pat Mahomes thing with Caleb. It's not Pat Mahomes, people. It's Aaron Rodgers. He reminds me more of Aaron Rodgers. The way he throws the off platform, uh, he the way he even like moves around in the pocket, scrambles. He clearly studies Aaron Rodgers, and he is very similar. So, just wanted to get that out there. Stop okay. copying everyone to Pat Mahomes because there is no Pat. Pat there is no Pat Mahomes. There's not. There's yeah. nothing like Pat Mahomes. We will never see that. This is no. This is going to sound like a. Like I'm a hater, and I'm not. I promise. You are, this you is are. like poking holes in a really good prospect. I am a I'm a big fan of Caleb Williams. But there's like a couple times, at least a handful of times, where I found myself over the course of the college season being like, man, I I wish I could see more just like in structure. Like less, normal court yeah, QB. Less yeah. Run it. That is like, absolutely number one, his biggest weakness. And I get it. Like there's there yeah, in composure is a good way to put it. Like there's plenty of like I get it dealing with pressure and the O line doesn't help him out in some spots and he's got to run around and make a play and play hero ball and I get it not totally his fault but I just find myself being like man I wish I could see more consistent displays of what he's gonna have to do at the next level because he'll do some of that but but that's but that's scary when you don't see that I know that's like you have to be able to stay in the pocket and you're not gonna unathletic. Out, out athletic these guys like you are in the NFL. Right. Or like you did in college in the NFL. Very few players can do that. So anyway, not to poo-poo Caleb. I think he's a great prospect, but there's more hole there's more holes though than people are letting on. Yeah, for sure. There's for sure. definitely is. Um all right. Let's talk somebody with no holes. Marvin holes. Ha- <laughs> Marvin Harrison Jr. No holes in his game. Don't bring me the negatives on the scouting report. I don't want to hear what you think they are. I, I, I don't <laughs> even have one. There's I nothing. Don't There's nothing to one. say. Everybody loves Marv. Yeah. So um, he is the next Justin Jefferson, uh, CD Lake. That's okay. he's the okay. next guy. Okay. So let's 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 do this live here, right? Wide receivers that we would take ahead of Marvin Harrison Jr. in a dynasty startup right now, today. We don't know the landing spot. Okay. Jefferson, right? Lance. Yes. Lamb, Chase. Chase, is that it? That's that's zero hesitation. But there's other guys I would like. Anybody after that, I'm having a conversation with myself. Like, okay, Marv or AJ Brown? Huh? Marvin Harrison Jr. or AJ Brown? I'm leaning. That's oh, that. Is it's the tough, line. Man. It's the line. That's for me. the line. <laughs> yeah, because before the start, I was like, right around Garrett Wilson at six, but I think I take him over Garrett Wilson. Yeah. These top seven guys right here, Jefferson, Lamb, Chase, Amon Ra, AJ, Wilson, Puka. That is tough. He's in yeah. the, he's in top he is five. absolutely top eight for me. He's in but top when five. He's he gets in the top Puka, five conversation. It's tough for me. He's in it the top is. five conversation yeah. easily right now. I would take him over Wilson. 
I would take him over Wilson because I question Rogers' longevity. It's the only thing. Yeah. If he had a, if he had a stable quarterback uh, situation, I would take him. I would take Wilson. Yeah. But that puts him probably behind Marv. I'm probably taking Puka. I think I'm. I think I'm taking. I think I'm right under AJ Brown at wide receiver six, where I'm comfortable with it. Because AJ Brown's so good. I think we we just take the AJ Brown from Dick Graham. I think, but yeah, man, I, I think I'm taking him right there at six, five. Man. So he's in the six to seven. Yeah, range. five, six, seven. That's the yeah. That's the realm. Yeah, and it's no yes. hesitation. And it's like I'm very comfortable with it. Because my gut reaction was I wanted to put him at five. But I feel, I don't know if that's Amon Rosslander. I don't want to. And, I don't know if I want to move Amon Ra down that far. I'm gonna say <laughs> this too. This is gonna sound messed up. I want to think about him in Superflex. Still is the one at one. Like, I know you're supposed to take a quarterback Superflex the one at one. There's definitely an argument for but it. But there is a serious argument where you just want the best overall player. And if you could tell me. I can get the next Justin Jefferson CD Lamb or the next I don't know, like Justin Herbert there. We have a conversation. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting well, uh combo. Cause I think I don't know if it'll be like split, but I think you'll see enough like displays of both. You know, the QB going one oh one or and plenty of drafts from Harrison goes one on one, and it's a serious conversation to have, and it's making like my leagues. I have it in. It makes me think: Do I want to trade a vet somewhere else, get a quarterback, and go for Martin Harrison? Yeah, or try to move back get Harrison and something else because he's that good. I want to be that guy right now. Do it. <laughs> do we really think he's six four, or is he like six four, three and like three quarters? I don't care. I was about to say. I don't think he's six four. I don't think he's six four. If he's six two, I don't care. That yeah. dude plays above the rim. I agree. He, I yeah. agree. Just he out jumps everybody. He's faster. I don't care how tall he is. He runs routes. He's he's a damn near perfect prospect. He really is. He's, I don't know he's if terrific. I don't know if I, I don't know if I've ever graded a receiver as high as him. I agree. He's I agree. that good, and. I mean, the Justin Jefferson's just you can't put him ahead of him no matter what. I can't see a world where it's better, no matter how talented he is, but could be. Like he has the wide receiver one potential. And he has the potential to hit that quickly. Yeah. It's uh it's it's exciting. It's, crazy. It like, it's exciting. very exciting. It is exciting. It definitely is exciting. Um another player that I think is exciting, I think in any year. Where we just, you know, gassed up Marvin Harrison Jr. maybe more than we've gassed up any wide receiver on this podcast in the last few years. Um, I think we would be gassing up Malik Neighbors like that if this was a draft where Marvin Harrison Jr. wasn't in it. Like Malik Neighbors is still a really good player. But I think that gets opened up into a more wide ranging conversation about where you'd take Malik uh, Neighbors compared to Marv. I think. Malik Neighbors is borderline in my top twelve for dynasty receivers right now. Okay, like I'm That's not fair. as com- I am not as confident. As soon as you hit ADP at wide receiver ten, once Devontae Smith is the is wide receiver ten, Ayuk's eleven, Waddle twelve, DJ Moore thirteen. I'm I might be having Neighbors ahead of most of them. 
and be okay with it. It might be more risky, but again, he's absolutely electric. He plays big. He catches everything. He makes plays. He can run after the catch. He had damn good prospect. And I'm, I'm about to have a bone to pick with this ADP to be. I, I might. <laughs> I love Chris Olave, but I don't know if I'm taking Chris Olave over Brandon Ayuk right now. That's the exact uh, like area and player I was going to bring up Olave. And I'll be honest with like first of all, neighbors for me. Uh, is right below Tyreek Hill. He might actually even be higher than Tyreek Hill. He's right behind I, I Martin was... Harrison for me. <laughs> like, it's right there. But I'm, t- I'm clearly taking Puka over him right now. Yes. It's seven, yes. and that's the difference. That's so a couple spots difference. Yeah. But it's close. If you told me you were taking him over Tyreek Hill, who's going to be 30 next year, I'm not going to be mad at you. Yeah, I just can't trust Tyreek Hill, unfortunately. I mean, you can't not trust Tyree kill until he doesn't. He's that. I know, but I'm saying you, you, I, I believe him when he's, when he said that thing about the retirement I've been on record saying that I don't like that. <laughs> I like when he says that I would definitely take Malik neighbors over Devontae Smith. I'm not even thinking twice about yeah, that. I think so too. And uh, definitely over Waddle. Yeah, definitely over Waddle. I, DJ Moore is a little too low for me. <laughs> My opinion. We're letting the, we're letting the age thing get a little out of hand here. He's only 26 people. He should be ahead of, he should be ahead of Waddle, Smith, and Olave, in my opinion. I would rather have DJ Moore right now. Um, but yeah, neighbors, dude, neighbors is so damn good. Like, like you guys said, it's a shame. <laughs> it's a real shame that Marvin Harrison's in this class. <laughs> Malik neighbors is good, man. He really is. It's also DK Metcalf at wide receiver eighteen. Side note, just grinds my gears. Yeah. That is a bit odd. Right. He's only 26. There's too many receivers, honestly. There's too many good receivers. Yeah, because I'm looking at it like Rasheed Rice should be higher than 23. Um, Tank Dell, 21. Jay, 20. Yeah, like that whole area. Why is JSN still going ahead of those guys? What's happening? (laughs) What's happening right now? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Is JSN younger than most receivers in this class still? He he is only twenty one still. It's kind of wild, but uh, like he has to deal with Metcalf and Lockett. I don't like that, and a very good run game. I don't know, man. I, that's it's the situation for Jason. Oh God, that's neighbors! Why I neighbors, take no, neighbors is only twenty. That is insane, considering how filthy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, wild. dude, I I get it. Stamp Marvin Harrison. He's pretty much can't as can't miss as possible. Malik Neighbors is right there, man. Yeah, he is so good. I think. I'm going to call DJ out for a little bit. We, we were just talking about Daniel Jeremiah's top 50. I think it's wild to have Romo Dunze overhead of him. And I love Odunze. Yeah. Neighbors is better. Neighbors, neighbors is, is neighbors better is younger player. than both. Neighbors is younger than both him and Harrison. All right, dude. Man. He, that man can't even drink yet. And he's about to go to the NFL. <laughs> he can't even have a sip of beer. And as a good college student, I'm sure he hasn't. With the Bears, Commanders, Pats, uh, Cardinals and Chargers. I really think the three quarterbacks, MHJ, uh, neighbors are off the board. I think you, that's your top five. How good would it be to see neighbors with Herbert the Charger, oh and with Herbert, the Chargers? My goodness. <laughs> I can see them doing it too, man. Like this is the, the we're, we're at a case where it's like, uh, you remember when we were arguing Panay Sewell with the Lions and yeah. Chase with the Bengals and it was, was like, oh, the Bengals would be stupid if they pass up Panay Sewell. Obviously, Panay Sewell has become a very good player, but like, 
Jamar Chase. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's where the Chargers are at. It's like, well, we could take Joe Walt, but Malik Neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. I think Malik Neighbors will have a bigger a bigger impact. Na- they have some interesting decisions that they'll have to make there because I think wide receiver is a bigger need than people were letting on early. Like they yeah. have a ton um, of money tied up in Williams or Keenan Allen where they probably have to try they probably have to decide to pull the plug on cutting one of them or trying to trade one of them. Like, Allen, they're over the Keenan cap. Keenan Allen is spring chicken. He's not and the cap number is crazy and I'm pretty sure they could save like 21 million dollars if they cut him. Um, and Mike and Mike Williams runs like he's 36. Yeah. We didn't even bring up that Harbaugh's there too. They're going to run the ball a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like they're going to try to, uh, that might be, that might affect our neighbor's situation. Nah, Cause he it could, was, he could still, be like, eh, I like that. It's Joe still Walton's Justin there. Herbert, man. Harbaugh's a smart enough coach to go what his team has. You just don't get athletes at Michigan because they just get the big boys. Hey man, I hear Roman Wilson had a day today. Yeah. Sounded like he looked good at senior bowl. I do want to take a look at him. Um, how much further down the list of these guys does Romo Dunze slot in? Like, would you take um, George Pickens or Romo Dunze? George Pickens at uh, 25. Rome. Just because I don't like the situation in Pittsburgh. Okay. I hate it. Uh, Spit on it. Either of the Houston receivers, Tank Dell or Nico Collins. Would rather have both of the Houston receivers. Okay, so he's so right there. He's right, he's right, there. right around there. He's bit, he act, uh, ant. Rasheed Rice well or Rome? Rasheed Rice. Okay, but, but ant, right well in done. There. Yeah. yeah, well done. I would literally put him right above Pickens. Right. <laughs> so basically, twenty five. All right, we did I think it. I'd put him right. I think yeah. I was gonna say right above, right below Pickens, like right above Jaden Reed. There yeah. is crazy wide receiver value, like in Dude, that wide receiver. Late 20s. Wide receiver depth is insane. Yeah. In. Yeah, like I mean, man, even some of these other guys that I know we do this every single year, but like Cooper Cup, wide receiver twenty eight, Devontae Adams, wide receiver twenty nine, like Mike Evans, wide receiver thirty three. Cooper. How many times do we have to do this with Mike Evans on this podcast? <laughs> How many times is too many? We ah, God. It's it's the age thing, but people, let me let you in on a little secret. He's good. When you're a Hall of Famer, the age doesn't matter. No, when literally it's a Hall of Fame player. When so. literally Mike, Mike Evans, it's wide receiver seven this year. Nobody cared. Yeah, when yeah, literally the only thing you do is go for over a thousand yards and threaten for double digit touchdowns. Uh, yeah, I'll keep drafting you. Mm-hmm. All right. I well, know. I know he got hurt at the end of the year, but also came now and a wide receiver forty. Yeah. He was like wide receiver seven this year. Yeah. Whatever it was. He was terrific before he went down. Yeah. Um, we got to squeeze him in here at the end. It is a tight end this podcast. Is, it's a tight end podcast. And we would be remiss to not bring up one Brock Bowers on this tight end podcast. Tight end's a funny place in fantasy these days because it felt like not that long ago, you know, Travis Kelsey all of a sudden has been left for dead. Then he has a super hot playoff run. But some of the young pups, you know, coming on up, Sam Laporta, Trey McBride, Dalton Kincaid. How high is too high for Brock Bowers? Because Kyle Pitts is tight end six. I'd rather have Brock Bowers. I would rather have Brock Bowers than Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I don't think Kyle Pitts should be that high. Yeah, I don't either. I would take Kittle over Kyle Pitts. I would take Kelsey over Kyle Pitts. Uh, assuming he's still going to play football. I don't know how many players I'm taking over Brock Bowers. Like, 
I'm taking Laporta. This is this says Trey McBride's tight end two. Yeah, his value's gone oh, through the baby. roof. Oh, baby, we did it. We <laughs> really did it. <laughs> we we did it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that might be the line, man. Like you'd have to start thinking Bowers that high. Bowers um, or Hawkinson? Yeah, I don't know if I'm taking him over those top five. I, I love think Brock I Bowers too, but I'll take six. Him, I'll take him at six. I think I'm taking Laporta, Hawkinson. I'm taking Kincaid, man. Kincaid's a stud. Kincaid's Kincaid a stud. did it in his rookie year. He's going to only get better. I, I, I'm not giving up on Andrews either. I don't even care about the injury. I'm Come not either, now. but... Let's be real. I'll take him at six. I, I, I feel good about six. The one thing I want to point out here, there are basically 20 tight ends here if you add Brock Bowers that I feel very good about. Yeah. It's nice to see, you know. It's just it's, nice. It is nice, <laughs> nice to, to see, see, man. It is nice to see. There's there's Dude, some good sneaky tight end, tight end value. Yes. The limit right now for him, though, you can make an argument almost anywhere. Yeah, if somebody uh, told me they wanted to take him as tight end too, I wouldn't even argue with them about yeah. it. Yeah, like, no, I get I mean, it. Like, we just I'm talked like, yeah, for... it's a little, it's a little bold, but you know what, dude? Get your guy. You do you? Get He'll be guy. that good. He will be that good. Yeah, get your guy because hey, Trey McBride. We all loved Trey McBride. <laughs> Trey McBride is tight end two now. Trey McBride was not tight end two. Uh, let's just go back and look at, let's say, July of 2023, what that ADP was for him. Let's let's check that. Trey McBride was getting drafted as tight end 19. So, um, yeah, you're not getting that kind of value on Bowers, you know, because there's going to be tons of hype this year. And I yeah. think, you know, it was like a quiet first year for McBride and that kind of pushed him down a little bit, but I don't know, man, it's people are going to be willing to pay up for him. I think, especially if he goes, you know, top half around one. And we said before we started recording, we think he's a top 10 player. And, I uh, like he's in the sixth conversation for me for rookie startups already in super flex. Yep. Pop, like, and him and neighbors are close at five, six. Yeah, that that six is solidified. Yeah, I that agree. six is very the solidified. top six is solidified for me. Yeah, already unless something changes dramatically. I don't even. I there's no. I don't know what could. I don't know what could. Yeah, I would. I think that six is is a good six to have. But man, like he's right there. Yeah, it's um, that one's gonna be interesting. It's gonna. This, this I is, think that this honestly, is a good. This is an exciting class. I feel more exciting about this class than last year's class. Agreed. At oh, this yeah. point in time, already. Oh yeah. I deep, was gonna say. I think class. by. Uh, I think by the time you know the draft has concluded and you know we're in the real thick of startup season, I think you're gonna have to really pay up for Bowers in like super flex tight end premium formats, like. Mm-hmm. Like you had to pay up for pits a couple of years ago. Like I think you're you're spending yeah. an early pick. You know what I mean? Like if it's tight end premium, somebody's gonna pull the trigger in round two. Like it's it's happening. I really think it'll be Oh, you think round two of like startup drafts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's always somebody willing to pay that tight end price that's I mean, more aggressive than me. 
But uh, it's gonna have. He's gonna be very hard to get in fantasy. He is like, and if you want him, it, you're just gonna have to pay up. Like you're gonna be yeah. have to be willing to be more aggressive than everybody else. I guess that's probably like pretty boilerplate, and you can say that about most players. But I think to, you're gonna be very yeah. You're yeah. gonna be very aggressive because people are gonna love him coming out. Yeah, you'll have is, to set the market pretty much. Yeah, unless you get him in a rookie draft, you're setting him. You have to set the market. Yeah. All right, anybody else we want to shout out real quick before we uh, wrap it on up? No, because I think if they want to learn about more of these rookies quickly, they need to come over to the Rookie Big Board Discord and pay a measly $5 and just get 50 times better. You know, 30 times more than their friends. Heck of a plug. That was (laughs) It really brought a tear to my eye. Matt is going to be... He's going to be pleased. This is some of your best work. <laughs> it's, it's the season. <laughs> it's the season. <laughs> the season. All right. Well, that's going to do it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dynasty Big Board. If you haven't already, do us a favor and leave a five-star review on whichever podcast app you're using. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss any of the rookie Big Board action. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Later, taters.